Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bear season is over. I've waited long enough. Today is the podcast. We're going to keep it brief. It's going to be simple. We've identified the problem. It's obvious. The Windy City Podcast wrapping up the bear season, which really never ends, starts right now. Showtime. First and 10. Complete. Touchdown. Michael Thomas. Snap it. They get it back to him. Montgomery had taken the snap, Trubisky launching it, right back to Wims, and he drops the touchdown! That is caught! Jimmy Graham! Wow! Launching it, right back to Wims! Drops the ball! He drops the ball! It's over. Congratulations. You made it. Not through the season. We all miss football. But you survived the Bears press conference. Wow. That was painful and we can look at the season as a whole eight and eight eight and nine and I forget who tweeted it but somebody said the Bears actually finished the season eight and ten after the press conference earlier this week I think it was Wednesday it's all a blur right now today is Friday I'm recording the Windy City podcast thank you for being here follow me on Twitter at the Carm Instagram the Carm 23 and if you did that You'd be seeing Carm 365, 365 days of Carm. A lot of Carm at the start of this podcast. Uh, But hey, it's my podcast. Uh, I put out earlier this week after watching the press conference that George McCaskey, the chairman of your Chicago Bears, is a substitute teacher. And I don't mean that as a knock, by the way, on substitute teachers and There's a delineation, if you will, of substitute teacher. There's the sub that comes in and is straight terrifying, and you have to be on your game. Rachel Frank, RIP, great, 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 great woman who subbed a lot at Highland Park High School. When she showed up, I sat up in my seat, and I was ready to play ball. I was on my game. There was no messing around. George McCaskey, 
he's the nice guy that comes in there and realizes that kids have a lot that are going on that maybe they don't want to study today and he's just going to let the class run wild. And he's not going to tell anybody anything and just hope that we make it through the day. I mean, that's what the Bears are doing. They are letting, or George McCaskey specifically, is letting Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, Ted Phillips, in essence, run wild. Ted Phillips is coming up on his 23rd year with the Chicago Bears. They've won all of three playoff games. 23 years. Ryan Pace, year seven. Matt Nagy, year four. But none of this is their fault. They're being allowed to hang out and not get the franchise where anybody wants the franchise to be. And George, I believe wholeheartedly, he really wants to win, but he doesn't exactly know how to do it. And he allows himself to be talked into People are doing a good job. In essence, I got I pulled some cuts here, as if you've been listening to DeWindy the last couple of months, you know that I like to do. So this was George talking about Ryan and Matt, who, yeah, these guys, George clearly likes them and is rooting for them. And he has their back, a favorite Matt Nagy statement. Ryan and Matt are men of character. They are both, like Ted, outstanding leaders. I've been most impressed with how well they collaborate. I was impressed with both of them this past season, especially during the six-game losing streak. The fact that our players never gave up is a tribute to the players. Has anyone ever set the bar lower? Seriously. The fact that our players never gave up, that made substitute teacher George McCaskey happy. What happens if they had given up? And by the way, they were accused of that by Tony Dungy on Sunday Night Football when they got smoked by the Packers. But let's just suspend for a second that they didn't give up, even though an esteemed football mind thought they did at at least one point in the season. But he's happy they didn't give up. Dude, outside of the fact they're getting paid millions of dollars, which doesn't matter, but is worth something, it's a job, you're getting paid to do it, any level of pride, forget about the money, giving up, they could have given up when they lost six in a row. And then you go back to collaborated. Wow. The fact that the GM and the head coach can actually speak to each other and exchange thoughts and go back and forth and try to figure things out, that is, in George's mind, that's something to be celebrated. So let's just be clear here. The Bears' problem is not the head coach. It's not the general manager. It's not the president. The problem is is George McCaskey right now. And I like George. Again, nice guy. Would love to have a beer with him. Think that he's a, would be excellent in a zillion different positions in life. But the ruthless position of being the chairman and having one 
focused and one focus only, and that is winning and not celebrating somebody who's learning and growing, which is sweet on the high school level, the junior college level. Even on the college level, I think it should be celebrated because I'm not ruthless. You got to be Ohio State, Alabama. But this is the NFL. This is not – you don't get points for collaboration and not giving up. But that's what's happening with the Bears. It's incredible. Really, it is. So – and then there's just all these other weird things that he celebrated. Here's the Ted Phillips celebration. The leadership that Ted Phillips has displayed during the pandemic has been extraordinary. It is yet another example – of why our family has so much faith in him as the Bears president and CEO. He communicated frequently and extensively with our staff and made sure that they know that their health and safety is our top priority. I mean, is that real? I think it is because it was in the Bears press conference, but he communicated frequently and regularly and underlined the fact that, hey, There are more important things in life than football. We don't want you to die from the pandemic. Again, seems like a really, really low bar. Ted didn't completely disappear during the pandemic and leave our and put our personnel, our office people, our players in harm's way. He didn't completely screw the organization. He actually communicated. We had some good policies. We didn't get COVID. I'm still alive. My family's still alive. Come on, man. That's really, really nice for someone in the organization to have done that. And they deserve praise for that corner. But this is the this is your president. And you're looking around at an eight and nine, eight and ten season, eight and ten with the loss in the press conference, and you're celebrating the team president because he communicated and 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 there was good pro COVID protocols. Ted stepped up beautifully. He's in the middle of our six-game losing streak. He took questions. He was not afraid of the media. No, okay, he didn't do any of that, okay? And he never has. He does. He They pop up at the end of the year. Chris Ballard, general manager in Indianapolis, he sat there for seven hours yesterday, whatever it was, the most lengthy press conference ever, at answering every question. If you want to see how a – GM, and I floated from Ted to Ryan's job, but if you want to see how a GM could act and how he answers questions versus how the Bears answer questions, I highly recommend it. And speaking of Ryan, and I don't even want to focus on Pace and Nagy because it, it's it's irrelevant at this point. We, you have to identify what's going on here. And what's going on is George McCaskey thinks that Ted Phillips did a great job because he communicated and Pace and Nagy collaborated You can't win like this. Look at Chicago sports history. Cubs never won when the Tribune was there. Tom Ricketts comes in, figures out that, oh, I need a real baseball man. Hey, Theo, you want to come on over here? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm sick of being in Boston. Let me do exactly what I need to do to try to help you be a winner. Oh, okay. And it might not have worked out, but it did. Won the World Series. Blackhawks. 
Bill Wirtz passes away. Rocky Wirtz inherits the team. Logical move. Put him on TV. We need somebody to run the organization differently. Let's take a swing at the guy over at the Cubs who's done a phenomenal job marketing the team. We really need to get ourselves back marketed at the bare minimum because the Blackhawks are a non-story in town. John McDonough, why don't you come over here? Here he comes. Blackhawks got Kane and Taze. And from there, they, they win three Stanley Cups. That's what has to happen for the Bears. It's obvious. George, you need to step aside. It's time to say bye-bye. And again, nice guy. I like you. You're a fine fellow. I mean, he's out there celebrating everyone. Have you heard of Andre Tucker? Me neither. One member of the Bears family deserves special mention. Andre Tucker, our head athletic trainer, also served as our infection control officer. In that role, besides all of the responsibilities of his regular position, he guided us through the various and ever-changing pandemic protocols. What a really nice thing to do. I'm sure Andre Tucker's a great guy, and I'm sure he did a great job. You just got eliminated in the playoffs. Nobody cares about Andre Tucker. Chop, chop. Let's get to the meat of it. Nice thing to do. I get it. But it, it it just feels off. And I, again, this is the whole thing. Nice guy, wants to celebrate everyone, wants to give Matt and Ryan and Ted the benefit of the doubt and just believes what he's being told. Hey, we sat down and George, you know, where we got to go for, from here. We just, you know, we, 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 we gotta, we, we, we see where we're at and, and, and we know where we got to get to and, 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 and we're going to take it on. All right. Great. Good job. Glad you guys know that you lost six in a row and that's not good enough and it needs to be better and you're working on it. Way to go. You're still employed. And that's the other part of all of this is if they did not have any time left on their contract, would they still be here? And I don't, I'm not accusing the Bears of just being driven by money. But it does seem to be in play at least some here. Matt Nagy's got two years left. We don't know how long Ryan Pace has left. That's really interesting that the Bears won't even tell you how long he has on his contract. Maybe it's one year. Maybe it's two years. Maybe they extended it for 30 years. I have no idea. But if Nagy was at the end of his rope, would they be signing him to an extension? No chance. And I think the same thing with Pace, obviously. So if you're sitting there and you're George, would I extend this guy now? No. Well, you're a three billion, four billion, whatever operation, then move along. But they're not because they're under contract, and it's just, in my mind, easier to try to float out some BS about they collaborated and they came out of the six game losing streak than they have the actual courage to say, you know what, guys, I, we really like you. Ryan, you're a nice fellow. You tried really hard. I know you didn't mean to completely blow it with the quarterback, but you did. And Matt, first-time head coach, maybe you'll get better and get another chance at this. But unfortunately, the offensive guru that you were supposed to be, no one's seen it. And I don't think it's just going to emerge miraculously in 2021. So... Maybe you belong on the college level. Maybe you should go back and actually be an offensive coordinator and try to learn how to run an offense. But this head coaching thing, 
we were a little aggressive in putting you in it before you were exactly ready. So I'm really sorry. Thank you for getting us to the playoffs, but we we're gonna we need more. And I gotta look in the mirror as to how this choice was made. That's not what he's doing. That would take real courage. And I get it, by the way. I get it. I people stay stuck in life. The Bears are stuck. Here's another celebration from George. This was another good one. I commend and thank all of the Bears players, coaches and staff, and proximity tracing at Hallis Hall and the rigorous personal discipline away from the facility required to play every regular season game on our schedule. Okay, I feel like I'm nitpicking here, but really rigorous personal discipline? These guys didn't go out to dinner. They didn't go to the movies. They didn't go on vacation. If they had any conjugal visits from any of the beautiful women in the world or whoever, I didn't hear about it and nobody got the virus except for the few that did. These guys really, really sacrificed. How about this one, George? For our players who battled through injury this year and and did everything they could to stay on the field, I always appreciate you. I know it's incredibly challenging to play this football game. It's every Sunday you, you take a – it's a car crash. Khalil Mack, I know that he played with a bad shoulder all season long. A lot of you were all over him. The guy was playing with one shoulder, and that's why you didn't see him crashing into offensive linemen like you normally would. Mitchell Trubisky, you handled getting benched and coming on back, and you were not a distraction. I appreciate it. We, I'm not sure what the quarterback position is going to hold here, but whether you're a Bear or you're anybody else, I'm rooting for you. Allen Robinson, I know that you are very interested in a contract extension. Hopefully we can work something out here, but I really appreciate the way you were a professional all season long. Instead, the way they rig I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. One more celebration. Before turning it over to Ted, I want to take a moment to tell Bears fans, we understand your frustration. We're frustrated too. And it would be a perfectly natural reaction to say, back up the truck, major overhaul, whatever you want to call it. After one particularly dispiriting loss this season, a season ticket holder sent me an email that read, fire somebody, we deserve better. I get it. You deserve your Bears being winners. The decisions we're announcing today may not be the easiest or most popular, but we believe they're the best decisions for the Bears. Okay, that wasn't exactly a celebration, and it's probably the scariest part. Because if he actually believes that, which I think he does, then, again, it underlines that the problem, it's its not Ted Phillips, it's not Matt Nagy, it's not Ryan Pace, it's not Mitchell Trubisky, it's not the offensive line coach, it's not the special teams coordinator, Dave Ragone, you're good too, whatever. This is on George, man. He's in the seat. And Bears fans, you know, you deserve this, you deserve that. Let's be honest about it. Hey, Bears fans, I really want to win. I'm not sure how to do it. And I'm just kind of listening to these guys, and I'm not really going to be. I do not have the courage, one more time, to do anything bold right now. These guys are under contract. I like them. They're fine people. I know, by the way, that you're not going anywhere. I'm not sure how many fans will be allowed to have in the stadium. You've you've been here this long. You're always going to be here. We're going to continue to try, and I'm going to continue 
to be supportive of these guys until their contract runs out and I have then it would actually take more courage to sign them to another contract versus moving along and trying something different. And by the way, we've tried a lot of things different, and those haven't worked out either. So I really don't know what to do. I have no idea. I still remember 12-4, and and that was an incredible season. Didn't win a playoff game. But I still remember that. And we're back in the playoffs this year, and that's okay for us. That's okay. It's not great, but it's it's better than we tend to do, and I'm not I do not have the cojones to do anything now. So as we move forward into the offseason, all we can do is hope and pray that somehow, some way Ryan Pace gets this right. I think there is a couple couple things on the field. Number one, I think it's incredibly clear that Mitchell Trubisky is not coming back. We know we have to get the quarterback situation right. Literally everybody said it. Maybe Trubisky will be successful somewhere else. Maybe he won't. It ain't going to be here. I think that is overly obvious. And if you look at the free agents out there, there's nothing exciting. I think Deshaun Watson's going to stay in Houston. Dak Prescott's not coming here either. I'd be shocked if the Cowboys would be do anything other than bring him back. So then you're looking at guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is why Mitchell Trubisky might actually get a halfway decent offer. And if he ends up in New England, I will be sitting here saying that I think he's going to be successful because if, that, if that's the case, that Belichick's investing in him, then he sees something. I don't know what they do other than, in my mind, you beef up the offensive line, you try to add another playmaker, you obviously bring back Allen Robinson. That playmaker could be a sweet ride receiver to pair with him. Darnell Mooney goes into year two. And Nick Foles, you're here. We're going to protect you better, we're going to run the offense better, and we're going to give you a couple more weapons. And, by the way, Nick, we're drafting a quarterback. Either in the first round, number 20 overall, or maybe you're more aggressive and you trade up. But I would almost draft two quarterbacks this year. We're going to take multiple swings. And whoever plays better in training camp, well, they're going to be the backup. And if Foles struggles and we get off to a slow start, get ready to play, because that's what's happening. To me, that's the only way forward. I would call up the Houston Texans and say, what does it take to get Deshaun Watson? They're going to say, we're not trading him. Okay. Hey, if you are, I'll give you literally whatever you want. Three first-round draft picks, would that do it? I'd be in on it. Dude's 25, 26 years old. And he's led the league in passing yards. He's a winner. He's brilliant. As far as football is concerned, at least when I listen to him talk about it, I'm like, whoa, this guy clearly knows the game. 28-2 and two in college, I'd kill for those John Watson here to right or wrong, even if it costs you three first-rounders. I'm not sure what the price will be, but whatever it is, it's a lot. But that ain't, that's not happening. So to me, you got to get ready for Nick Foles in the opening week. Thank you for listening to the Windy City Podcast, making it this far, and we will continue to – bear down and go to school and hope that George McCaskey shows up. We will see you next time. In terms of the fans, yeah, we get it. They're angry. Um, There's conviction and there's collaboration to dig in and reflect and say why. 
This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Big picture, I'm proud of our players, I'm proud of our coaches. I have a lot of mixed emotions. I think, I think on one hand, um, I'm proud of our building. But I think both Ryan and Matt are learning and growing in their roles. Is 8-8 eight eight good enough? No. Is losing in the first round of the playoffs good enough? No. And I get that and I understand that. And ownership has given us an opportunity. And have culminated in the decisions we're sharing with you today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.